there, it's Hillary. And Megan, and this is More Booze, Please. Honestly, I don't know if I even want any more booze after tonight's episode. Like, I want more like booze to drink for sure, but no more scaries. Tonight's going to be scary. Yeah, this subject is really terrifying. I think because it's so sinister and a lot of people, including people we know, have experienced it as well. Yeah, listeners, beware on this one. We're going to be talking about the Hat Man. You know, I've seen the Hat Man before. Have I ever told you that? No, that's... I I didn't have any idea. That's crazy. Yeah, he lives in the house I grew up in. I had a lot of encounters with him, actually. That's fucking weird. Mm -hmm. That's really terrifying. I... Wow. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. So, like, growing up, the way my parents' house was designed, there was the living room, and then there was, like, a long hallway that connected to it. And the hallway had a bathroom on the left and my parents' bedroom on the right. And in the bathroom, they had, like, a full-length mirror that ran, like, the entirety of the wall. And standing, like, in the living room, you could see the mirror in the bathroom, like, down the hall if, like, the door was open. And my dad, he was an artist growing up, and he always worked overnight and into the morning on his art, so he would be asleep, like, a majority of the day. And I can remember on multiple occasions, only when my dad was still asleep in bed, like, it never happened when he wasn't in the room, which is really weird. So if he was asleep in bed, then I could, like, stand in the living room, and I could see the hat man walk from their bedroom to the bathroom. And once he would get inside the bathroom, he would, like, turn almost like he was looking at me through the mirror. I never saw his face, though, but, like, I could tell that, like, his body was turning. And this happened, like, when I was really young, like, five or six. So it's not like I could have even, like, Googled Hatman or anything like that. I don't even think we had a what computer the back then. Yeah. And it happened, like, multiple times when I was really, really young. But then I had another encounter with him later when I was, like, a teenager, I saw him again, but just once. And it was, I think I was, like, 19 when it happened. And, like, that time of my life was just not a fun time at all. I, like, one of my grandpas died. I had a close friend die. And my parents were going through their divorce, like, all in a really short time period. So I I had a lot going on. And, like, I wasn't sleeping at night very well. And my brother was kind of, like, going through it with me. So one night in particular, it was just really bad for whatever reason happened that day. And my brother and I stayed up watching movies, and we both ended up falling asleep in the living room. And I was asleep, like, at the far end of the room, and he was on, like, a couch that was kind of, like, in the middle of the room. And then on the other side of the room, like, opposite of me, that's where the kitchen, like, opened up. And then, like, I kind of hate to tell this, because I don't think my brother listens to the podcast, but if he does, (laughs) this is going to, like, freak him out, like, really bad. But... I don't think I ever told him the story, but okay. So my brother has (laughs) asthma and he only has trouble with it. Like when he's sick or when he gets overheated or like if he like exercises for long periods of time, like it's not like he just can randomly have an asthma attack. Like something else has to happen in order for him to have trouble breathing. So I woke up in the middle of the night and the hat man was standing across the room, like at the entrance to our kitchen. And he just stood and stared for a really long time. Like, I want to say, like, an hour. And I was just like, I'm seeing things. It's a shadow. Like, I'm just, like, delusional. 
I'm trying to go back to sleep. And then he started like slowly walking towards me and he took a few steps in which my brother was in the middle. So he would walk closer to like me and my brother. And then my brother would start having trouble breathing. Like he was gasping for air in the middle of the night. And then the hat man went back up and my brother would be okay. And then a few minutes later, he started stepping closer. And every time he would take steps closer, my brother would start like breathing really hard. Like he was having trouble breathing. And I got so scared for my brother. Like I jumped up, like it just took a while for me to like get the bravery up. But I jumped up and I like ran across the room and I flipped on the light. And I never once looked back to see if the hat man was like chasing me. I'm pretty sure I kept my eyes closed the whole time I was running, but when I turned around, no one was there, and my brother just, like, continued to sleep, and, like, after that, he had no issues breathing, and I don't think he ever even knew anything happened, but I slept on the lights on for, like, a few weeks after that, and I never slept on the couch again in that house. I find it so crazy that you just told that so nonchalantly. Yeah. Yeah, Hatman used to haunt me, no big deal. I mean... The thing is with the Hatman, though, like, he's not, like, a lot of people think that he's, like, super scary, and, like, I guess he is in some cases, but I never had, like, a really bad experience with him except yeah, was, for that. I was gonna say, a lot of things that I was reading didn't ever, like, pin him to be this, like, malicious thing, Yeah. but just a scary thing because he doesn't have, like, any features. He's just, like, this black mm-hmm. shape of a man. That just stares at you and then you're like are you gonna kill me or <laughs> what's up yeah but i will say it did seem like when i was reading stories and i even watched the documentary on it and just like i did different things to research for the episode it seemed like different types of people had different experiences with him like some people would be like oh he's pure evil like he's after me he does this he does that and other people are like he just stands there and stares at you like that's all he does like Mm -hmm. so I guess my initial thought in all of this is like what what makes him act one way or another like maybe he's trying to find those who are worthy to do his bidding the next hat man oh gosh (laughs) yeah that's another thing that i thought about i wonder if there's like multiple hat men or if it's just one hat man that like like santa claus Mm. santa claus can he sees you when you're sleeping he knows when you're awake he knows when you've been good or bad yeah what if what if santa's the hat man Santa is the Hatman 364 days of the year, and one day he turns nice. <laughs> That's it. We, we cracked it. it out. Okay, well, end of episode. Because <laughs> what is Krampus? It's actually the Hatman. Oh God! Shit. There we go. Yeah, I mean that explains the so song much. makes sense. <laughs> it's not actually about Santa Claus. It's about the Hatman. But <laughs> Santa Claus is when he's jolly one day a year. Yeah. Sorry, I just ruined. Christmas for everyone. Christmas can never be ruined. Like, <laughs> True. Pour the hot chocolate, turn on the Hallmark movie, light the tree. And get ready for some hat, man. Because <laughs> he's coming. Anyways. Yes. So I think one thing that we can all agree on is that the hat man is probably in some kind of connection with shadow people in general. Oh, yeah. I agree. And honestly, we could do like a whole episode on them mm-hmm. and probably should. 
Yeah, we could probably do, like, a mini-series on them. Like, mm-hmm. they're very popular. But, surprisingly, a lot of people have seen The Hat Man. I know I've had at least two friends who don't even know each other and have both described the same entity to me. Which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so in our research, we discovered that The Hat Man dates back to probably at least the 1700s. You can see, like, artist depictions of The Hat Man from that time period, and he's also made his way into short stories, movies and TV shows, and a documentary, which was actually pretty good if this interests you at all. Mm-hmm. It's on Amazon Prime. If you have Prime, it's free. <laughs> <laughs> and usually, but not always, but usually the Hat Man is accompanied by another darker presence. Like those that have been seeing the Hat Man usually don't have any complaints, like we were saying. Right, they're just kind of like, he watches me, or he just stands there. Yep, exactly. But whatever he brings along with him, or ends up crossing paths with sometimes, does raise a lot of concerns and complaints. They say he sometimes brings along a little demon friend, which, spooky. Wait, Rudolph, demon friend. Mm. Mm, The red nose, red eyes, oh my god. (gasps) Dude. So many over... We're cracking over, this case. It, mm-hmm, we got it, Santa. <laughs> many people have said that they see the hat man while they're asleep or just waking up, but for those who suffer from sleep paralysis, they often deal with this bad side, too. Yeah. Did you know I had sleep paralysis for the entire summer when I was 16? Really? Every day. Every wow. day. And I never saw anything, but... And it's probably because I had, like, I wouldn't say, like, a forced sleep paralysis, but pretty much. I was 16. It was summer. I was staying with my mom. And I would stay up till like, I'm not kidding, like, 4 a.m., 5 a.m. every day. summer. Yeah. And I would wake up, though, because I had cousins. So I'd wake up at, like, 9. So mm-hmm. I wasn't getting, like, any sleep. Sometimes I was up at, like, 8. And this was the first summer I ever drank Monster. In my life. Mm. So I would drink one immediately when I woke up. I probably had two a day. I would drink one then. And then I would take a nap around 12, 1 o'clock. And if I took a nap during the day, I had sleep paralysis. There was no doubt. I would have sleep paralysis. And I didn't know what it was. So I would sleep. And the thing that's weird is when I was having sleep paralysis, although I never saw anything, I never saw like a a shadow or a hat man, I would picture my mouth sewn shut. Ugh. Like I would see that my mouth was sewn shut and I couldn't talk. And it got to the point where I came to my mom crying. She knew what sleep paralysis was and she was like, oh shit. And if you know my mom, she's into the spooky. So, of course, she's like, oh, no. And um, after that, I told her, if you see me asleep on the couch after, like, noon, you need to wake me up because I can't wake up on my own. The only way I was waking up was my cousins would, like, jump on the couch and would mm-hmm. startle me awake. But I, you, it's, I don't know if you've ever experienced sleep paralysis but I can literally hear everyone. I almost could, like, see stuff. Like, my eyes are barely open. Like, you're so aware of your surroundings. You just mm-hmm. can't move. And then, crazier thing, and this is just kind of, like, what people think the monster stands for. 
But that year was my junior year of high school, and my history teacher brought in, like, a spokesperson to talk to us about life and, like, how to pursue your goals. And his talk was about Monster and how it's bad for you, and it's Satan's drink. (laughs) Satan's drink? Yeah. And, of course, if y'all know me, I was just kind of like, okay. But, apparently... There's something on Monster, something that's written on it, and it's technically, or it's said to represent 666. Mm -hmm. So all I could think about was, oh my god, the devil was trying to get to me in sleep paralysis. (laughs) I mean, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) But I, yeah. So, fun fact about Megan, I was being chased after by the devil the summer of my 16th birthday. So, happy sweet 16. <laughs> I've never had sleep paralysis, and honestly, it sounds completely awful. But it's really funny because when we stopped recording last week's episode, you probably remember this, we decided on the next two weeks of topics so we could start mm-hmm. like researching and stuff. And we decided on the hat man, and then I was like, oh my gosh, my brother and my cousin keep calling me what is going on you remember that oh no and my cousin like they're both my cousin and my brother are both teenagers and they never do this so like adults what give him the he's 19 yeah he's 19 major i know young adults yeah so the whole point of my story is that they never just like call me like they're just like they're boys, and, like, they don't need their big sister. Like, they're they're good, but they they were, like, calling over and over and over, and I was like, what is going on? Something, like, something's wrong. So Megan and I stopped FaceTiming, and I called them back, and they're like, oh, we're at your house. We just thought we would stop by, so I let them in. I fed them cheesecake. We watched Family Guy. But then they both just started talking about how they have sleep paralysis, and my cousin was like, yeah, I saw this, like, demon jump on me and, like, all this stuff, and I was like... What is, like, did I just step into the Twilight Zone? Because Megan and I were seriously just talking about this. All of a sudden, you guys just show up at my door to, like, tell me that this is going on. Like, (laughs) what? Yeah, so that happened, like, right after our recording last week. What if the hat man unknowingly sent them on his bidding? Like, Hillary. Yeah. I'm going to have it now, which also, I think I told you, too, that I haven't been sleeping at night for, like, the past, like, three weeks, so. I don't put that on anyone. Like, I would cry when I knew, when I would, like, slowly start falling asleep on the couch, I would start mm-hmm. crying, because mm-hmm. I was like, no, I don't want it to do it again. So, anyways. Yes, so, <laughs> when people experience sleep paralysis, if you've ever experienced it and you do see hat man, One thing that a lot of people have said, that they also see, like, a small, like, demonist being, and he usually jumps on top of them in, like, some form or another. Usually he jumps on their chest, because I guess you, do you typically get it when you're sleeping on your back? I think that's all the pictures that I've seen is people on their back. And he gives them, like, really bad chest pains, and he makes them feel like they're suffocating or losing their breath, like what happened to my brother. It's just all around giving a terrible experience one star mm-hmm. that's a one star rating yeah for one star rating wow i can't talk <laughs> for anyone who doesn't know what sleep paralysis is sleep paralysis occurs when the rem sleep or rem sleep which is the deep dreaming phase of your sleep cycle and something happens which causes it to be interrupted 
REM occurs too quickly. So if you have a sleeping condition or you have a hard time sleeping, this is why this might be happening to you. REM also can occur when you're in between dreams. That's when you might wake up and hallucinate. Cough, cough, black hat man and demon child. Demon child. (laughs) Because one of the most common hallucinations for sleep paralysis is that someone is watching you from the corner or in your room, that a demon is on your chest. Sound familiar? So if you've never seen the hat man, or maybe you don't know what we're talking about, the hat man typically shows up at night, and he's wearing a long, typically like a black trench coat, sometimes like a cloak, sometimes he's wearing a black three-piece suit, but he's always, 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 always wearing a black hat. Mm -hmm. Now, some people have reported this as a fedora, a top hat, or a cowboy hat. But the two people I know that have seen him says that he's wearing a top hat. But thinking about it, I would also imagine that whoever's wearing the cowboy hat, the fedora, and the top hat are probably like three different hat men or shadow people. Because I would think they would all have three very different personalities. I mean, maybe it's the same entity with different outfits. But in my mm-hmm. head, the thing that makes the most sense is that it's maybe not just one hat man, but maybe there's like multiple shadow people who are hat men because you wouldn't see the same person wearing those three outfits i don't think Mm -hmm. that's just my opinion that's i don't know you may feel completely different but it could all also be like just the way that you're taking it in because if you think about it if you were to i don't know like someone i don't want to say that because that's me i was gonna Mm -hmm. say someone who wears glasses Mm -hmm. (laughs) but a way to think about it, too, is if you were to place something, like, 100 yards away from you and it's a hat and you have three hats by each other, a top hat, a cowboy hat, and then a fedora, mm-hmm. they might see the brim and the, the height of it. Because I've also seen a bowler hat, like, in stories that I was reading. Yeah. And those are, like, the 1920s, maybe mm-hmm. earlier than that, the hats that men used to wear. And all of them just have that similar brim around it and, like, kind of, like, the top of the hat. So it could be just the way that someone's interpreting it. Like, Mm -hmm. maybe someone from Alabama is like, he was wearing a cowboy hat. Mm -hmm. And someone from California is like, nah, man, fedora. (laughs) I mean, that's true. I feel like there's some people in some states that have probably never even seen a cowboy hat in real life. Oh, yeah. I think it's really funny when I see people in California wearing cowboy hats. I'm like, have you ever been to the (laughs) South? Are you kidding me? We're in Southern California, but no. (laughs) Probably never seen a cow up close. Have you held a chicken? Mm, There we go again. Sorry. The daily dose of chickens. Every episode we have had, we have <laughs> talked about an animal. Yeah. yeah. Every last was cows. It just means that we're good people. Our hearts in the right place. We love animals. Okay, <laughs> let's get serious. Back to it. Okay, so the scariest thing that I've ever heard about the top hat man, as I like to call him, because I know people who've seen him in a top hat. I and like when I think about it, I don't think I saw him in a top hat. I've only ever thought of him as a top hat man. Yeah, and that's, like, I keep going back to that as, like, he's the top hat man. But honestly, he wasn't wearing, I don't even know how to describe, and maybe, I don't know. He's not the top hat man when I, like, 
think back to like my experiences with mm-hmm. him but it's like a shorter hat but not like a fedora either i don't know maybe it was just too dark a, bowler hat. a what a bowler hat it could have been and i wouldn't have known what that was when i was younger i probably would have mm-hmm. only known what a top hat and a cowboy hat looked like when i was mm-hmm. little little and maybe like that image of him stuck in my brain till i was 19 so i'm sure the image of him that i had when i was 19 was a little bit distorted but the scariest thing I've ever heard about the hat man, and it's only from some people, not all people say this, but they say sometimes he has glowing red eyes, which is creepy, and that's the last thing I would want to wake up and see. And also, a lot of people say that he has, like, a gold pocket watch chained to his belt, and he'll occasionally check the time. Yeah, he's like, checking that time to be like, are you seriously still watching Netflix? <laughs> How many TikTok videos can this girl watch in a row? Is she still doing her makeup? She said she would be ready in five minutes, like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> you know, I feel like he's saying this because it's like, I'm ready to like, done. <laughs> like, I hope not. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's saying these things. He's like, dude, I got 600... No, not 600. <laughs> I got 6 billion more people to go see. So get done so I can scare you. <laughs> That's yeah, all he's he does. just going <laughs> to stare at you, apparently. Okay, oh, we're like teasing him, so. Yeah, watch my back. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> Now, a lot of people remember and depict the hat man as around six foot tall, though usually his stature reaches like seven to ten feet high. It's crazy. I guess he like almost reaches a lot of people's ceilings. Mm-hmm. There's a website, if you've seen him, called thehatmanproject.com, and you can submit your story as well as read other people's stories. Oh, wow. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. So... Here's a story about him that I thought was really creepy. So, this guy, he was about seven years old, and he lived in Fort Myers, Florida, which, guys, when I was doing this, I didn't even realize that I was having sleep paralysis in Fort Myers, Florida. Oh, wow. Just put that together. So. I didn't know you lived in Florida. I didn't, my mom lived there, oh. so I'd visit her in Fort Myers. But if that ain't the hat man being like, hey, that's mm-hmm. it. So anyways, um, they lived in Fort Myers, Florida. And during this, him and his family moved to a neighborhood called Heritage Farms. And when the family went to look at the house before they were moving in, they met with the real estate agent. And when they got to the house, the mom and the dad ended up splitting up in the house to go look around more. So the dad was in what would be the master bedroom with the real estate agent. And the mother went to the back two bedrooms, which would be the little boy and his brother's rooms. And when the mom was in these rooms by herself, she just felt off. She just felt like the rooms were just not okay. And like there was this overwhelming, oppressive, heavy, creepy feeling that she kept getting. So she ran back to the dad And this was apparently the first red flag that something was wrong with the house. 
She actually never told her husband that she had had this feeling when she was there, which, come on. But she never told him. So, six months later, they started to pick up more for the kid. So, the little boy started to experience a lot of stuff before anyone else. And I feel like it's maybe because little children like this are so, like, impressionable, I guess you could say. Like, Yeah, another thing that I read about the, the hat man is that a lot of people that see him have seen him since they were kids. Yeah. I feel like it's because when you're little and you see something in the dark, you're like, it's a person. mom, dad. Mm-hmm. And then when you're an adult and you see something in the dark, you're like, the frick is that? And mm-hmm. then you're like, that was just like a coat on the wall, whatever. But as your kid, you're like, boogeyman. <laughs> so this kid, obviously very impressionable. He starts seeing and feeling that there's always something lurking in that specific hallway. Now, mind you, this is where the mom also felt something off. Mm-hmm. He said that it felt like it was sticking to his back. Wherever he would go, this thing would follow him. Which made this kid very clingy to both of his parents. Because he was in this fear that something terrifying would happen to him. And something that's really sad, too, that I read about him. He was bullied his entire childhood for being clingy to his parents because he was so scared of something in his house like mm. the neighborhood kids would make fun of him for this but like mm. once you guys hear what happened he would be too so little did this poor guy know he eventually would actually see something that would scare him so about six more months so about six more months of dealing with this everlasting feeling of seeing the unknown He finally got the guts up and told his parents what he had been experiencing. He had been hearing people talking in his closet and would hear laughing. And every now and then, someone would whisper, hey, you, and then laugh. And yeah, it was just, he would just start laughing. And then he would hear even, (laughs) shut up, Hillary. You're writing a story about Hey There. We learned a lesson from the last. (laughs) This is also um, in the 80s, just to let you know. This whole story. So who knows? Could be. Anyways. So he would hear an even odder noise that sounded like cards were being shuffled, which he didn't understand why. But if he, like, have ever, like, shuffled cards, made a bridge, he was hearing that kind of noise. Mm -hmm. And then he would hear what he explained as an old piano being played, but he said that when he would hear it, it sounded like in an old saloon, like that kind of piano playing. Mm -hmm. But the only thing that was very odd and strange about the piano playing, besides the fact that it was coming from his freaking closet, was it sounded like it was a mile in the closet. Like, super deep down it was like this faint sound coming from his closet but Mm -hmm. it didn't make sense because it didn't sound like it was right there it sounded like it was down a hallway in the closet a mile away it's like haunted narnia exactly (laughs) yeah that's one (laughs) way to say it so none of this made sense and all these noises made this poor kid not want to sleep in his room but sleep in his brother's room because his brother was older and to be exact he was 17 so you got a seven-year-old and a 17-year-old. And you can probably imagine the 17-year-old's like, nah. But actually, he wasn't. He was really nice. So one night, the older brother was away either with his friends or at church group, which was typical for him. Which, okay, 
got a 17 year old so the little brother decided to be in his room because he felt safer and with everything going on with his parents his parents allowed him to stay up late watching shows like full house and family matters because it made him feel better so he's all bundled up in his brother's room and the way it's set up is he's in the furthest room all the way in the back of the house and in the hallway to the left of this room was a bathroom and to the right was his bedroom and the opening to the living room was also in this little stretch it was kind of confusing when I was trying to read like the layout of their house Mm -hmm. wasn't very well written but (laughs) I feel like everything was at one end and then you had an opening to like the kitchen yeah so this kid is minding his business watching the show when all of a sudden he just like "Mm, I want to go look down the hallway like okay no the one time he does it so (laughs) It's about 9 o'clock at night, and the house is completely black, except for the TV, just like the little light from the TV, I guess. Mm-hmm. And when we look down to the hall, between the door to the bathroom and his door, he was met with the figure of what he said was a tall, blacker-than-black-of-night figure that had a hat on its head and was holding a round thing in its hand. It had no eyes. It did not say anything or move. It just stood there. It made itself known to the kid, and then it just quietly floated or walked away. And of course, the little boy did what any kid would do and screamed for his parents. He explained to his parents what he had just seen, and his dad just shrugged it off to his imagination. His dad just thought, this kid's really clever and there's nothing more. He eventually started trying to sleep in his parents' room, but his father was not having it and demanded that the kid start sleeping in his own bed, not even in his brother's room anymore, his own. Oh, wow. That's when his mom finally said, wait, I'm seeing this thing too. (gasps) She said she saw it in the daytime, which this thing is like never seen in the daytime. So it's like, I don't know, it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. So she saw in the daytime when she was doing her dishes in the exact hall. So she saw in the daytime when she was doing her dishes in the same exact hallway by the same exact door. So the figures in the same place as kids saw it. Now his mom event. Now his mom is not a spooky person. She's not into the spookiness at all. So she thought it was the angel of death. Oh my gosh! Coming to get someone. It's kind of scary. But even though the wife was like, I saw this too, dad didn't change his mind. And him and his mom were said to be nuts. The dad was just like, y'all are both crazy. It's not real. So what does this kid and his mom do? They went to Baltimore to see his grandparents and just to get away from the house and everything was going on. And about three or four days into them being at his grandparents' house, his mom gets a call from his father and he is super upset like unconsolable super mad so the dad said he wanted them to come home right now because he had just seen what they had been seeing and he said he was super scared and so the wife and the son were like okay we'll be home and they came home 
three days later. Why would you, like, experience something like that and then just automatically be like, I want my family to experience it too. Yeah, right. Well, it's funny because they left him there for three days. It Mm -hmm. literally said this because the wife wanted him to experience what they had been experiencing the entire time that he didn't believe was real. Yeah. So they were like, yeah, we'll be home, but you've got to deal with it. So pretty much what the dad told him was he had seen what they had been seeing when he had just come back from work. He made him something to eat, turned on TV in the living room, and was facing the two back bedrooms. So he looks off in the distance and looked towards the furthest back bedroom and sees many tiny figures walking and jumping around. And he says, it's, yeah, it's it's like the way it was explained was almost like this hat man, which the hat man never is said to like dance around or anything like that. So when you mentioned that typically it's it's a demons with it, it made me mm-hmm. think maybe the demons were like teasing him almost. Yeah. So anyways, he sees these things like walking and jumping around and kind of like moving around. And it spooked him so much that he slept on the freaking patio outside. Where on, is like, the 17-year-old through all this? Dude, I don't know. <laughs> don't know. Never mentioned. It's like the 17-year-old didn't actually exist. It's just another ghost in the house. Oh, I don't God. know. But he was sleeping in one of those, like, PVC recliner things mm-hmm. with his dog. Him, Aww. the dog, on the patio. Protect the dog at all costs. Right. So, the dad being a non-believer, he's just finally like, okay, I'm seeing what you guys are seeing. I'm completely freaked out. And then this kid also talks about how one day he was walking home from school by the bus stop. Mm -hmm. And he gets to his house and he finds his mom sitting outside. And he had said this is something she never did. She never sat outside she just wasn't in that like he's she's on the front porch and she's like looking down almost distraught and he's like what's up mom and she's like i heard the garage door open and then close and then open and then close and then i could hear something coming from the garage into the house and shut the door to the house and then this thing hollered mom i'm home and she was up in her bedroom making her bed and she was like huh it must be howard he's home so he goes or she goes downstairs to go greet her son and realizes there's no truck no brother in the house so she freaks out and she's like what the heck my kid's home she calls the school and the high school's like nope your kid's here he's in class Oh my God. But she heard mom, I'm home two times and no one. And she said it was exactly like her son's voice. Nope. So then another one, this mom said this. So the mom's now telling like several stories that she's experienced. So she's doing the dishes and she's minding her own business. And now the way that the kitchen is set up is when you're doing the dishes, you can see those two back bedrooms. She said she happened to look over and she saw a man wearing a suit and a top hat walk by the opening of the kitchen, look at her, then look away and continue to walk. But she never saw him come back on the second side. So what this makes me think is like there was two openings to the kitchen. Mm -hmm. 
and if he kept walking straight she would have been able to see him again and he didn't he just disappeared she also said that she would constantly see like wisp of smoke throughout the house which she just didn't understand why then this is the creepiest story mm. of it all oh gosh all three of them see this so one night they're sitting in the living room and they're watching tv now their dad had his pink recliner that he loved and he's sitting in this recliner right and they all look over i don't know if the dad looked around and if the dad looked behind him then i'm freaking sorry because that's right in his face so anyways they all look over to the recliner and they see this thing that's something pitch black like they had seen before a figure and they all make eye contact with it and then it gets up and just takes off and runs towards the back of the house never to be seen again just disappears so eventually the family moves out the guy around 22 or 23 years old the seven-year-old calls the new owners and is like hey have you experienced anything creepy but never gets a call back he's got no explanation anymore if anyone is witnessing this but an even stranger thing none of his family experienced anything after this just in the house wow that's crazy i know it's like not a hundred percent hat man but mm-hmm. it makes me think like he's got friends he's got friends and maybe that thing they saw behind the couch wasn't the hat man Mm -hmm. that was like the demon for the hat man yeah and also it makes it makes me think a lot of our story when you talk about they're always sitting in the chair watching tv and the hallway and they're like you kept Mm -hmm. saying things that i was like oh my goodness it's like our story it's like our place (laughs) yeah it's it was crazy this poor kid is like seven years old and just like constantly seeing just tormented yeah tormented and i feel like the reason why the dad saw so many things is because that was the hat me the hat man being like oh you don't believe in me well meet my friends Mm -hmm. yeah but i mean (laughs) that part is kind of funny but at least he took the dog with him but (laughs) i guess like i'm glad that they were able to get peace, like, after they left the house, because it could have easily, like, followed them wherever they went, Mm -hmm. and they could still be going through this today, and some of those things that you described are just, like, absolutely terrifying. Like, Mm -hmm. I won't sleep because of them, and I didn't even see them. So, like, how do you, like, go on? That scene in Insidious, where that, like, black figure pops up behind him? Mm Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking about when it was, like, the dad sitting in this chair, and it's literally peering behind the chair, like, staring at them. So, for my story, I'm actually, so, I found, like, two, like, short things that I found very interesting, and then, um, my longer story. So, okay. In one case, a man tried to commit suicide, and he ended up in the hospital. And while he was in the hospital, he woke up to the hat man standing over him, 
and the hat man said, I almost had you, and then immediately disappeared. That was one of the things that I read, and like, see, oh my god. See? That's what I'm like, is he just like, yo. Maybe really he really is the angel of death. Like... Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. One lady claims that the hat man and, like, other shadow people often haunt her house. And she said one night her baby was in its crib. It was, like, late at night. So the baby was asleep in the nursery when all of a sudden she heard the loudest scream, like, the loudest little baby scream ever. And the baby burst into tears. And she took off running towards the baby's room and yanked the door open, like, the way she described it, it wasn't like a normal, like, a baby woke up and they got upset, like, come get me, cry. It was like a, like, pure terror, like, a shrill, like, oh my gosh, come mm-hmm. help me cry. So when she opened the door, the baby was still crying, like, it was, like, in agony. And there was a very dark shadow hovered over it, wearing a hat. Right there. Wow. And the hat man stood to be at least six foot tall and he was wearing a black outfit and then just of course the black hat and the mother flipped on the light and she grabbed the baby unfortunately for that family that was not the end of their hat man encounters and i think that if that happened to me i would have had the baby like stay in the room with me after that or like sell the house like i can't imagine just like going on like nothing happened But apparently that's what they did because, like, the way that I read the story was that they were still living in the house, like, when she, like, submitted the story. So I was just like, okay, cool. Wow. Jeez. Cool story. So then another story that I read was that there was a family who owned a cabin in the woods in Boone, North Carolina, which is a beautiful little city. I love it so much there. But it was like a getaway cabin um, that the family owned that they would like go to for weekend getaways. Um, It wasn't their primary residence. They would just go for like funsies or staycations and stuff like that. So like when they first started going to the cabin and staying for like short periods of time, they noticed like odd things that would happen from time to time. At first, it would be, like, knocks on the front door, and then they would open it, and no one would be there. Or, like, a kitchen cabinet would be open that, like, they swore that they closed. Stuff like that. Like, small encounters, but, like, noticeable things. And these things continued to happen to the family for over four years. They were only in the cabin for, like, short periods of time, like, from Friday to Sunday or from Friday to Monday because it was not their primary residence. However, in the summer of 2006, the family decided to, or the mother decided to take her three kids to stay in the cabin, which was by a lake, for five weeks over their summer break. And they decided to just pack up and go even though the dad and the family couldn't because of his work he didn't have like the freedom to just like take that much time off and go with them so he stayed at their primary residence and then they went and stayed in the cabin so the mom was a school teacher so she had the time and she was like talking about how she really didn't know why they didn't do this every summer but I guess it was probably mostly because she decided to wait until the kids were like old enough because 
it would be so hard to like go to a cabin like a secluded cabin by yourself with three really little kids Mm -hmm. so it was a while after they got their cabin that they stayed there for like an extended period of time so about a week into their staycation is when the mother really began to think the place might be haunted, which is weird because your story, the mother experienced it first, and my story, the mother experienced it first. We always do Every time. We are in each other's Yes. Um, Obviously, we like the same kind of spooky story. Obviously. so. So there was one night in particular where she was brushing her teeth and she was like taking her nighttime medications and she went to close the medicine cabinet and it was the type that had like Mm. the mirror on the front and like this Mm. is like seriously Mm. straight out of a movie um this is literally why you don't do that you close your eyes if you have to do this but when she you you shut it and you (laughs) run away when she closed it of course there is a man standing behind her with a fedora and a black trench coat And the man was black from top to bottom, and she later recalled him being built very awkwardly, like big shoulders, tall height, like almost inhuman. She screamed and she dropped her toothbrush, and then the man disappeared, like in thin air. She called for her oldest son, which was 14 at the time, and they both checked the entire cabin, but there was no intruder to be found. Her husband convinced her that it was just a trick of the light, and she went to bed. Around 2 a.m., her eyes shut open, but she was unable to move her body. She tried to wiggle her fingers as soon as her, like, as soon as she realized that, like, she was having sleep paralysis, um, and she was trying to gain control over the rest of her body, and as she was laying there trying to, like, wiggle her fingers, she heard her bedroom door creak open and heard tiny footsteps prance across the room. She was laying on her back, so she was unable to see who had walked into the room. But she quickly lost interest with that due to the fact she again saw the hat man standing in the corner of her room, peering down at her below his hat. A rush of fear ran over her as she tried her hardest to wake up from sleep paralysis. She was unable to make out anything from below the hat. It was just one long shadow. From the angle she was laying, she couldn't tell if the hat man was growing larger in the corner of the room or if he was walking closer to her. Oh my gosh, like both are terrifying. Seconds felt like years, and her breathing sounded like she could be heard for miles. Finally, she summoned the energy to move her foot, and at that moment, she gained control over her whole body and like yanked on the lamp beside her. She sat up with the light on, and the hat man was gone. Immediately, she felt like she was crazy until she realized that the prancing footsteps that had walked into her room before were on the other side of her bed, and it was her youngest son just standing there, and he was just frozen, like, he just looked like he was frozen in fear, and he was staring at the corner that the hat man had just lurked. The mother asked, are you okay? And the son didn't say anything. He just climbed into bed, and he, like, quickly fell asleep. The next day, she asked her son, are you okay? Do you want to talk about anything? And the son replied, you can see him too. Hmm. Like, poor kid. Yeah, he probably was too scared to, like, tell anybody. You know what? Yeah, he was probably coming into her room because he had been seeing Mm -hmm. him. And then it's like, joke's on you, dude. I'm in here too. Like, like, I know. And he had to, like, 
Yeah, to be so scared. I can just hear it being like, you can see him too, mom. Like, and then if you were the mother and your child said that to you, and I feel like that's like equally terrifying. It's also interesting, though, that our moms and the youngest kid are the ones yeah, who are seeing it. Like, we can't stories. even like plan but, this. <laughs> no. And we purposely are like, don't look at my stuff. <laughs> One day, we're going to have the same story. We're going to be like, ah. I've really been waiting on it. Like, I've really been waiting on us to have the same story. But I feel like we would tell it in two different ways. So, like, it would still be interesting. Hopefully not. (laughs) Get two of the same story, guys. (laughs) But, man, the hat man is like, I don't know. It's it's really creepy and just like an uneasy feeling. And so interesting how something that doesn't from what i read put any harm on you except for just staring at you he just like sits there and is like i could get you but i'm not yeah i don't know super interesting yeah that's yeah i don't know and then some people have said that like they have seen his face i don't know if you've read any stories like that but they say that he's got like this long smile that like goes like all the way up his face and like he's got really big long teeth and he doesn't ever say anything but he'll just like smile really big and it's just like the joker kind of yeah that just gave me shivers (laughs) no so we have a listener story yeah and it's about the hat Mm -hmm. man Yes, and I actually know the nice. person that sent this in because we posted on our Instagram and we're like, if you've seen the hat, man, like, send us your stories. So my friend, her name is Sonia, she sent in this story, and it's really good. Yep. So here it is. <clears throat> when I first moved into my husband's house almost eight years ago, I started seeing little flashes of something, but it was always out of my peripheral vision. When I would look to see what it was, there was never anything there. It was like a small flash of light. I told my husband one day, I think this house is haunted. His immediate response was, don't say that. I told him, don't worry. He's obviously not evil. He just likes to watch me. Or the hat man's just a creep. (laughs) Side note, anyone that knows me at all knows I'm home alone most nights because my husband works third shift. They also know that I've been afraid of everything. So it amazed me that this didn't scare me. I think part of me just waved it off as not real. Through the years, the ghost started moving to different areas of the house. In the beginning, he was always in the kitchen, right by the pantry door. Eventually, we moved furniture, and I started sitting on the other side of the living room. The ghost moved to the hallway, which was direct line to where I was sitting. He always stood by my hall bathroom door. It was still the same, just a flash of light or a shadow, nothing that gave me any indication of what it looked like. One night, I was asleep in my room, and I woke up immediately and saw a figure of a man with a top hat standing in my bedroom doorway. Just a shadow. I blinked, and he was gone. And somehow, remember, I'm a big baby. It didn't scare me. I just realized that now I knew what he looked like. I tried to tell myself that it was my grandfather, but the ghost was very tall, slender, and had on a hat. My grandpa was very short and round, and I've never seen him in a hat. This went on for probably two years of randomly seeing him in my room. Always when I was trying to sleep. 
Recently, a good friend of mine explained Dia de Muertos, the Day of the Dead. And she told me to go home and light white candles in my house to help my ghost go to the light so he wouldn't be trapped here anymore. I did. And it made him, or something else, angry. Y'all, that's why we wouldn't like the freaking the mm-hmm. sage in our house. Because we were like, mm-mm. One night, I jerked awake because I felt like someone was right on top of me staring straight at my face. Inches away. It definitely scared me. I stayed awake for a while and then finally started to fall back asleep. What felt like seconds later, I felt a hand with sharp nails run through my hair on top of my head, scratching my scalp. I froze. This time, I wouldn't even open my eyes. Eventually, it stopped and I immediately texted my husband and told him I was terrified. His reply don't worry it's just your ghost and he's not evil (laughs) okay (laughs) okay (laughs) wow i laid there for a while reminding myself that it had been years and the top hat man had never bothered me just watched like he was watching over me part of me feels like he was protecting me from whatever i felt that night i don't think i saw it but the picture in my mind of what it looked like is evil Small like a child, but with sharp teeth and long bony fingers. Dude, what the heck have you got in your house, man? (laughs) It had dark red leathery skin when I pictured it. I always see it crawling up my bed and crawling up my body to stare at me. I am going to shit myself. (laughs) I don't like that. And she's just like, Hey, Holly, I see someone in my house, and it's got dark red leathery skin. Okay. I sometimes wonder if I saw it when I first jerked awake because I have such a clear and terrifying image in my mind. Needless to say, I lit every white candle I could find. That was the very last night I ever saw or felt anything. It's been months now, and we moved out of that house two weeks ago. I think I'll actually miss my top hat ghost. He seemed kind. I don't know if the other people had similar encounters with him, but I can't wait to hear the stories. Yeah. Okay, first of all, what the frick is that bony fingered leathery skin <laughs> child thing because no. i mean it's very much sounds like a demon like everybody else has been talking about so like maybe she did open her eyes for like huh. a split second and get like a glimpse of it yeah if y'all didn't realize that was my first time reading that story and i am like the frick yeah like and she also says that she misses her top hat ghost. She misses him. Yeah, Why would okay. you miss somebody just she's so chill. staring at you? Just staring all the time. And moved yeah. his placement so he could stare at her after they rearranged the furniture. Yeah. He's just staring at you. And then he released the hound on you. So, like. <laughs> you miss him? You no. sure? I'm sure he'll find you. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. A small like a child, but with sharp teeth and long, bony fingers. It had dark red, leathery It sounds skin. like something straight out of American Horror Story. If that doesn't make you, like, want to cry in a corner, I don't know what does. Because that I'm going to have mm-hmm. nightmares about that. I'm literally going to dream about a freaking leathery skin child with sharp yeah. teeth. And, like, she's just so nonchalant. To. Like, yeah, this happened. This thing happened to me. And then her husband being like, don't worry, it's just your ghost. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah, her husband being like, hey, sweetie, don't you have a ghost that haunts you? What? Oh, my gosh. If that happened in our apartment, we probably would have been like, peace out. Game over. Bye. 
Light all the sage. Burn it mm-hmm. down. Yeah, and if they sold their house, I wondered if they, like, told the new buyers. Oh, by the way, there's, yeah. like, a little yeah. demon that runs around at night, and he might scratch your hair off your head. Yeah, okay, also, ran his sharp nails through her oh. hair. Dude, what if Top Hat Man had a crush on Ooh. her? Like, hey. Okay, let's not do that, because now he's going to come haunt me and be like, <laughs> take me seriously, <laughs> Megan. Yeah, but we hope you guys liked all of our stories about the the hat man because now we're terrified and we're not going to go to sleep for like three years. I know this is probably the creepiest topic we have we've done and I think we're trying to make a little light of it because it is so ominous I guess you could say sinister really yeah it is creepy because it happens to so many people and it's like if you say or do the wrong thing like you could be next. It's like the it's like the one if you've seen something ghostly or something paranormal, you've probably seen the hat man. That's probably yeah. what you saw. And it was probably mm-hmm. when you were a kid. Yeah, like I just don't want him to come back is the only thing. But I also like and the stories that I was reading online and like the different things that I watched and stuff like that, like the opinions of him are so back and forth, like, oh my gosh, he's so sinister, he's so scary that he's like he's the angel of death like all these things but then like the people that I know that have seen him are just like it's just the hat man like why are you worried because like even the other person like I won't say her name or anything but we were just talking I used to work with her and we were talking about how the place that we used to work was haunted and she was like oh yeah you know the bathrooms downstairs like there's a a man in a hat that just will pace the bathrooms yeah in the small building or the big building? The oldest building. In the bathrooms downstairs. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She she used to work I always in got the creepiest vibes from those oh, bathrooms. Yeah. Absolutely. Always. Yeah. I don't I don't ever go down there. Always. Especially if I ever work after dark, I don't go down there. But yeah, she was just so nonchalant, nope. like, Yeah, you'll see him, he'll just walk right by you and I'm just like What? Yeah, like, she apparently and, like, some other people in her old department was, like, saw him all the time, and that was, like, a thing in the department was, like, the hat man's downstairs. Yeah. Okay, so we really hope that you enjoyed all of these really terrifying stories that we compiled for you guys. Um, If you guys have seen the hat man or you know anybody that's seen the hat man, still send the the stories to us. Um, We still want to read them. Who says yeah. that we won't do like We'd Hat Man Part Two? Stories. Because yeah, Hat Man Part Two of just stories of people mm-hmm. who have I'm seen it. I'm so down. But you'll send those stories to more booze, please. Plz at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. And while you're at it, you can go and like us on Instagram, like us on Facebook, like us on Instagram. <laughs> and while you're at it, you can go follow us on Instagram at more booze, please. Like us on Facebook at more booze, please. And you can even go and rate us and like us on Apple Podcasts. Please. Because, yeah, y'all know it. The more likes, the more reviews we get, the higher on the charts we climb, and the more videos. No, not videos. What the fuck is wrong? Videos on TikTok. I can't do this without (laughs) lines. Videos on TikTok. And Apple Podcasts. 
Is that the end of your sentence? <laughs> is that the end of your sentence? <laughs> you just said Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Apple Podcasts, guys. Find us there. Smile at the camera. Also, Fade we're out. on TikTok now. Anyway, sorry. TikTok. <laughs> this, is so, this is so bad. People are going to be like, you're canceled. <laughs> we're both canceled. Like us and review us on Apple Podcasts. You guys know how it works. The more reviews we get, the higher on the charts we climb. The more episodes and podcast stuff you can get from us. Also, if you're feeling extra generous and you want to give us more than a follow or a like or a review, you can go to patreon.com slash boost, please. And you can become a donor if you want to like give us some money because yeah. we, we need it. We need it to keep this up. Yep. And if you want us to get better because we this still kind of suck, you got to donate some money. Like, <laughs> it costs. It costs to get better. As you can see from this outro. <laughs> so, donate. And, and we have different tiers. Like, you don't even have to spend a lot of money. You can donate $1 a month. And that $1 a month will go to, like, us getting better. I promise we will practice harder if we get... Somehow, some yeah, way. We'll get better. We'll get better stories. And, guys... If we haven't made a fool of us already, we have a TikTok. Have a TikTok. Uh, except, can, except TikTok um, took one of my videos down today, and I still don't know why. It said I broke community guidelines, and I don't know what I did. So if anybody has any idea of what the community guidelines are, she chugged a beer on I took camera, that part off, so and it still, it still took it down. And then I was reading about it later, and I wonder if they thought I was underage drinking. I actually read that, and I think they thought you were underage drinking, which, hey. Good. Compliment. Good. But. Take it. It was a good TikTok. It was really good. Because, you know, they didn't take mine down, so. <laughs> I obviously don't pass for under 21. I'm going to just, like, wear something different tomorrow, and. I bet if you wear a crop top and booty shorts and then dance to the renegade, they'll let you post it. I bet it. so. Because I was looking at mine compared but, to yours, and I literally, like, the words out of my mouth was, like, my TikTok was so much more wholesome than Megan's because you dropped the F-bomb, like, three times. I, I know. That's why I'm like, okay, first of all, I shattered glass <laughs> mm-hmm. everywhere. I said the F-word three times, and mine was fine. Posted. Yeah. Hillary perfectly hits the cap off of her bottle. Nothing. Nothing. I didn't even have sound. I took the sound off because I didn't want the TV playing in the background. And it got taken off. So then I posted it again. And it got taken off again. And now I'm terrified to post anything on TikTok. Because what if our account gets deleted and you guys can't watch our TikToks? So. So anyways. After this this 10 minute um, Mm -hmm. outro. Time to say goodbye. Goodbye.